what is good divine dolls divine dudes so i'm pretty sure i'm gonna title this um women you're not dumb it's oxytocin and damn it i just realized this is why i don't like doing it for my phone i'm gonna try to just keep this really short um you know i think one of the game changers for me um that i that really helped me understand <laughs> um some things um in terms of why we emotionally attach more so than men um after sex it's not it doesn't have to do with you being um in my opinion dumb or um stupid or anything like that there's actually a chemical that the woman releases after sex that makes her want to bond. And once I learned about that, it made me understand a little bit more <laughs> what was going on, right? Um, and I think women promote women generate it more than. So let me just um, uh, let me because I pulled it up on my on my hormones after sex phone <laughs> hormones after sex by women um it makes you want to bond and it's also the same thing too i think like when you breastfeed it, it releases that same hormone so here it says oxytocin is produced in the hypothalamus and released during sex childbirth and lactation so um yes both men and women have sex but it's the woman that uh, produces that has childbirth and lactation so yeah that's from the breastfeeding when 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 you breastfeed also it really releases that um that hormone that you know it's it's that's why they say it's so important for you to breastfeed your child right and so it says it has physical and psychological effects so a lot of the times what will end up happening before you know this information is yeah after you're done, you want to hold the hands and kiss and cuddle. Now, that being said, because it is hormones, some women have more testosterone and and or don't have generate as much as it of it. Right. So there's the physical, but the physiological, um, psychological effects, too. And it says include influencing social behavior and emotion. So. Again, like I said, it's like it happens, I think, more so for more women. But there are, you know, those small percentages or those outliers of women that don't release that. And that's OK. You know, um, if you find yourself wanting to be lovey-dovey after sex, now you understand that. And I think that it's almost like um, it kind of flips the switch because now you understand what you're dealing with and it allows you to put you in a position of, of power, right? It puts you in a position of power because it's almost the same thing like dealing with addictions or um, eating disorders, right? So we all like certain foods. We all like certain things to drink, right? Um but the difference that makes it addictive is that you just can't turn that impulse off, right? And so, but part of that is being aware of why Why am I gravitating towards alcohol? Why am I gravitating towards overeating? Why am I gravitating to, you know, a point where I don't have a locus of control? So, I mean, that's all I wanted to say. It's just short and sweet and to the point. I, you know, I hope that it helps someone. So here it says, um, what hormone is high after sex? 
Um, this one says dopamine, a tr- neurotransmitter dopamine is re- produced in response to sexual stimulation. And thanks to dopamine, we really do feel enjoyment. In addition, dopamine is not only connected with sex. And so here it is, right? I'm pulling it up on my laptop. I had all my notes on my phone, but I'm recording from my phone. So I don't have access to the original stuff, but it says dopamine is not only connected to sex, but also delicious food, right? Some people have eating disorders. Yes, I love lasagna. Yes, I love cheesecake. Yes, I love certain foods, but it's not to the point where I'm binge eating or excessively eating. And some people just can't turn that impulse off and or they may get medication for the, from the doctor, a prescription that helps with um, the chemical balance in their brain that reduces that desire for um, cravings. And sometimes for some of us, it can even be things like, um, I'm going to do a podcast in the next day or two, but it could be things like taking matcha tea, right? Or other teas or other supplements that help to reduce your your cravings. And a lot of that has to do with the chemical makeup of your mind, right? Of of your hormones and stuff like that. So learning something new, music, gambling. Gambling's another one too. It creates that, that dopamine effect in you and taking drugs. Um, what is another one here too? So it says indulging in sex can cause your brain to release certain feel-good hormones called endorphin, serotonin, dopamine, and oxytocin. These hormones are known to reduce stress in people, (laughs) right? While contributing to happy feelings and emotions. But there was just one more thing. Um, I think there might be another... Um, So it says oxytocin is a hormone... Producing the hypothalamus, which opens the floodgates when you have sex. The rush of oxytocin is involved in the partial part of sex, in the physical part of sex. It can also boost emotions like love, affection, and, and euphoria. But again, I, that has to do more women more generally create that than men. And then you do have some women that don't create it as much. It's just almost the same thing too. Like, you know how you have different body types? Like you have ectomorph, endomorph, mesomorph. And um, I think there's one more. I forget what it is. Ecto, endo, meso. I think metho. Mm, Anyways, but each one of those body types respond to um, things like physical exertion differently. And so then that's how you have people who can eat just about anything and they have a high metabolism and they can have an athletic build because of the the chemical composition of their of their bodies right? Um, And so just be gentle with yourself. Know what it is. Um, Yeah, so I guess it is octatose and it says, um, that's my little one. Hold on one second. Bruno! (laughs) He's just fuzzy. I love it. So it says the ke- so it says this is going to be my last one. It says the chemical oxytocin, also known as the love hormone, is released after orgasmic responses. She explained, which enhances the, the sense of closeness to one's partner. Um, um, let me see if there's anything else here. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is that's fun. Okay, so it says, um, 
that's it. Yeah, let's just keep this short and sweet and to the point. So, you know, don't be hard on yourself. Um, understand that now that you know that, you know, it's chemical, it doesn't mean that you fall subject to it. I think more in the past would be kind of like, oh, I just, I guess I just produce a lot of it, right? But knowing that was really a game changer for me and um, helped me to understand and navigate, you know, still fall in love, still like the romance and everything behind it, but I just understood it better. Um, here it says a key hormone re- released during sex is oxytocin, also known as a cuddle hormone. Um, let me just check something real quick. Do men produce <laughs> oxytocin? Because it already knows I'm on here. So it says, and so it says, the more we engage in these feel-good behaviors, the more oxytocin we get. Uh, you might even call it addictive. Do both men and women produce oxytocin? It says, yep, but. And um, women typically have higher oxytocin levels than men. So men produce it, women produce it, but um, not all women produce as much as others, you know. And it says here it's a key hormone involved in childbirth and lactation. Um, And here, I don't want to get too much into this because I want to keep this a little bit PG, but it, it says here, like, what does oxytocin do to men? And it has more so to do with um, the physical versus the emotional. I almost wonder if it's because the, the, that, that chemical just re- it, the chemical reaction is different and where it stimulates your brain type of a thing. Um, yeah, I am definitely not going into what happens when men create <laughs> Oxytocin. I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, I'm gonna say it too. You know, this part I I like it kind of makes sense, but I'm reading it here now. But it's like, what creates oxytocin for men? So there's that foreplay thing, right? That they try to avoid sometimes, depending on who it is, right? But hugging, kissing, cuddling, sexual intimacy can trigger oxytocin production, which can strengthen bonds between adults too. These effects um, have led to oxytocin to be grouped with other happy hormones, hormones known to have a positive impact on mood and emotions. Fascinating. So it says, what is the male version of oxytocin? It says there's another hormone called vasopressin, vasopressin, which plays a stronger role in bonding for men. This antisocial effect of so, of social hormone brings some nuance to the story of oxytocin. Yeah, I'm not going to click on that. That's that's a um article by Life Science if you want to go check it out. Um oxytocin triggers feelings of love and protection which naturally occurs when parents and children look into another's eyes or when they embrace. Other relationship-enhancing effects also include empathy, trust, and processing of bonding cues. Ooh, I'm going to click on this one. <laughs> Does oxytocin help with directions? I'm not. That's Listen, Google it. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I said, I think you get the point at this point, right? Um, this is definitely a fun, something fun to Google, (laughs) but it says, um, do guys get oxytocin from cuddling the cuddle hormone? 
Men also have oxytocin, but it is compensated for by higher levels of testosterone, right? So we're talking about chemical makeup of the body. And um, at the end of the day, we're kind of like a battery, right? And we talked a lot about alpha, beta, gamma, sigma, omega, brave brain wavelengths and frequencies and that type of thing. But it says here, so, but they produce it not as much as women, and they have higher levels of testosterone, so they are less prone to cuddling, right? Oh, my little one, he is fussing. Um, wow, this, this is going to be helpful. So it says, does testosterone increase oxytocin? It says, in women, hold on one second, Bruno. does that all the time hold on it's okay bruno it's okay okay that was embarrassing that was like my little fur baby he's so funny (laughs) something's bothering him i'm gonna go check it out right now but it says in women oxytocin is released it's a chemical that makes women want to nurture their young and stay close men get a jolt of testosterone which suppresses oxytocin and that's nature way of saying, leave the nest and go sire offspring somewhere else. And again, so it's funny because I think some women have higher doses of testosterone and that's why they can suppress, you know, and we say like, oh, they have air in their chart or, you know, just not. But hey, not. I have always admired like I, I do not have what it takes. Um, oh, snap. Does sexting release oxytocin? <laughs> in this it says according to experts neurochemical that's the word we're looking for neurochemical ripples y'all the neurochemical ripples sexting creates in the human brain may also have something to do with the unwavering popularity sexting ignites dopamine or the happy hormone and oxytocin the cuddle hormone in the human brain especially feelings we love and crave and perhaps even crave neurochemical that's the thing how long does it the high last <laughs> oxytocin oxytocin has a half life of only 3 minutes it acts quickly but not for very long this makes the ability to make and store efficiently use it especially important it does doesn't have long to do what it needs um whoa What is scream cream, y'all? Not getting into that. <laughs> Hell no. Um, fascinating. Does Viagra increase oxytocin in order to, in addition to making intercourse possible for many men with erectile dysfunction? So, any man over 35, um, Viagra and its analogs seem to stimulate release of oxytocin from the pituitary, at least in rats. Yeah, but how much? And I don't know how I feel about that. And I'm not going to go into the full study. How many hugs does a woman need a day? (laughs) We need four hugs a day for survival. We need eight hugs a day for maintenance. We need 12 hugs a day for growth. That is so cute. I'm going to end there with that. Obviously, some people don't need it as much as others, you know, but um, 
Oh my gosh, this is really fascinating. I would say if you type in to Google, do men produce oxytocin, it's a rabbit hole. But this is so fascinating. You know, questions are, does uh, what hormone does flirting release? Um, Can oxytocin be addictive? Answer is no. While oxytocin is not addictive, any behavior can become a habit with continued use. There's no need for a specific detox protocol, but those who use it could definitely benefit from treatment. Underlying conditions such as depression, anxiety, or social dysregulation may lead to oxytocin use. Whoa. How much oxytocin is released in an orgasm? Whoa. All right, then. Well, that's all, my friends. Um, oh, y'all. I, I clicked on oxytocin in males versus females. Difference in social perception between men and women. In summary, the love hormone oxytocin improves men's ability to identify competitive relationships Whereas in women, it facilitates the ability to identify kinship, whatever that means. That's an article on Science Daily in that. Um, Is oxytocin higher in females than males? Oxytocin is produced in the hypothalamus. We already know that. Females usually have higher levels than males. Not always, but usually. (laughs) What would happen if a man took oxytocin? For men, taking oxytocin before or during sex has been shown to increase overall sexual satisfaction. Well, 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 isn't that something? And that would be an argument for longer foreplay too. If that's your thing, I understand it's not for everybody. Let me just kind of back out of this conversation. But if they were to have more um, oxytocin, it would increase their overall sexual satisfaction. In a number of different parameters, studies report a major effort on increasing feelings of connection with the partner as well as enhancement of the sensation of orgasm. Does it help with (laughs) erections? You'll want to go check that out. What hormone attracts females to pheromones? I'm pretty sure. Oh, cortisol. Mm. Wow. Whoa, that's so says what hormone attracts females to males? Y'all, I've heard of pheromones, but this is interesting. And then I'm going to hang up like we're done. It says other research suggests fertile women are attracted to men with high levels of stress hormone called cortisol. And we all know like for women, um, cortisol, well, men and women, it's from when you're physically active, you're exerting yourself and you can experience it, especially a lot when you're working um, like a nine to five job. Um, Also, but when you go to the gym, right? And it says, which may be involved in stronger immune systems. It says, then female volunteers sniffed the men's shirts and rated the pleasantness, sexiness, intensity, intensity of the smells i almost wonder if that's kind of like a thing for like the pheromones i don't think it has so much to do like with the gross body bo i think it's just kind of like 
the second foot, like cortisol pheromones. <laughs> How can I increase oxytocin in my boyfriend? Here are seven things to do with your partner to boost the bonding hormone oxytocin in the both of you. Listen to music, do something adventurous. They actually have studies that show that couples who do adventurous stuff together, like um, kind of more risk-taking things together, it do- it's really conducive to the relationship. Um, yeah. Cuddling, have conscious sex, meditate, volunteer, give little gifts. Uh, <laughs> that one keeps coming up. Okay, and that's it, and we're done. I hope you found this to be helpful. Until the next podcast, understand you're not dumb, you're not stupid, it's just oxytocin. And once you know what you're dealing with, you can step more into a position of power. All right? Until the next podcast, peace. And one more tiny thing, because I'm kind of into this stuff, right? But because sometimes if you um, observe your body and you're like, well, why? How come? Like, you know how I read that your body produces this... um, uh, the oxytocin and the effects last for three minutes. Um, women <laughs> can have orgasms up to four hours after sex. So if you're having repeated orgasms over and over and over, you're going to be releasing that, that hormone for just longer than the three minutes, but in, you know, maybe in three minute increments and in waves and that type of thing. So just that, that too, because I was just like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're, you know, still kind of feeling some kind of high, you know, for, for quite some time after. So just bear that in mind too. Don't be hard on yourself. I think that, like I said, I, I, this was a game changer for me. I didn't get the content in this way, but I'm hoping that this will kind of help you understand yourself a little bit more. Be kind to yourself. Love on yourself. We have amazing bodies. And for those of us who are going to venture back out into, you know, that realm at some point again in life, it's like it. you start to understand how beautiful it is and you kind of understand how your body works that much more. And like I said, I finished off the the podcast, even things that you can do with your companion that can help for the both of you. And for the rest of us, I mean, like I said, if I were to never have sex again, I will be perfectly moisturized and happy and fine. I just find it fascinating. So, but be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Okay. Okay, okay, one more thing. I didn't really quite say to it, but um, I'm not going to go into who I'm listening to. If you know, you already know. But uh, I have said this before, and I think I, I, I do reflect sometimes on, on what I say in the podcast. And I think that there was something I, I kind of, um, was, I found myself switching gears real quick, and I went in a completely different, different direction. But I, I was starting to say, I really do, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, admire women that can be like cold-hearted beings. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna play um I like that I do did like you know um I would say the intimacy that I had in the past relationships but um and I've told you this before I've had several friends and or other women who will say like, girl, just, it's nothing, you know, just, um, 
don't get emotionally involved. And I have actually, I have one friend. She is is strictly dickly. She has her appointment. She gets what she needs and she's on and popping. Um, so don't get it twisted. I think that I had to learn to just accept myself the way that I am. I'm not going to try to fight it. If I try to fight it, I think I would really wreck myself up. I think next lifetime, I would be a more evolved Scorpio woman. Like, I will be breaking motherfucking hearts in these streets, yo. I'll be cold-blooded with it. Um, Legit, legit, like... And I'm not going to say this is probably the highest vibrational. Allow me to be in my 3D, you know, state. But it's like, if I could have a dick appointment, show up and have him look amazing to the gods, like chiseled chest, okay? Height. And don't let him have some bass in his voice, some dimples. Um, I like him with like some hair on the top, although, eh whatever, with muscular, y'all already know I have a thing for muscles, oh. and then I could get whatever I want and be like, get the out of my house, you know, until the next appointment, don't try to kiss me, don't try to cuddle, just keep it pushing, listen, but I don't, I don't, I, like, I don't have it in me, but that being said, I was thinking about, like, um, if you know, you know, but don't dig too much and and you can probably pick up on some of the cues but I know um like earlier in the week I think that um if I like someone I think that uh and it's mutual we can go down that rabbit hole and then I do develop emotions but I noticed that lately if I don't feel anything like I'm that type of girl that you can't get within six feet of me but I don't want to do too, too much TMI. I think if if some of you know how to understand coded, then you might know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, But it's like I had have this person in my space and doing everything else that should have made me fall in love. I just did not care like or or get attached or kind of fawn over somebody. And I, I really I loved myself in that state, but I hadn't. Um, I think in the past, it would have been like, oh, this might be an opportunity. Oh, this might be and paying attention and being more inviting. But I was just kind of like, I see what you're doing. I've seen guys do this before. This is stuff my exes have done. Just not impressed. And you could tell it was kind of like weird to them. But I really, when I tell you I didn't give a F, I didn't. I wouldn't say that I'm at the level where... I'm at the air level that other women are. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe I will turn into that type of person. Um, I just don't want the karma that comes with, you know, that type of <laughs> intentional, I, I, you know, type of thing. Um, another funny thing too, and this is true. I think that um, I can see in the few times that you know, if I just didn't like you and you're coming on to me that way, and then I just. It makes them want you more. I've seen that. But like, again, if I don't really like you, like, it's really hard for you to get into my space. Um, But one of the conversations was coming up is if you do the same thing to men where you're not letting them, like, do the intimacy part with you and the, the cuddling and the, the kissing and the hand holding and you treat them like complete S-H-I-T 
it makes them want you more. Um, I'm not, I think, and I'm going to, I'm going to close out. I've said it before. I think like for me to really revamp myself and get back into understanding, you know, male pathology and how they think and how they function and trying it. I don't have the energy to go through all of that right now. I, I don't have the energy um, and I don't want to generate the energy of like, I think that there's a lot of resources out there if I did want to do like, quote unquote, rotational dating and get a companion for a lifetime, right? But it just feels like so much work to me right now. Um, but by all means, do you, boo. I, I, you know, if you're young enough and you have that emotional bandwidth to deal with it and you can, you know, have the resources I've mentioned them before, you know, and you have it in you by all means, but, but it just is what it is. And it, it's almost like a double edged sword. I think that even with, with women too, um, some of the places I go, I just put my shades on. I'll wear my sunglasses at night. No, but I'll, I'll just put my shades on and I'm not even trying to see you and distance. And the more you try to do that with men and or women, it makes them want to go out of their way to get into your space and figure out what you're doing. So it, it, you know, it goes both ways too. But with that being said, I've probably said more than I should. I better not come on here for the rest of tonight. I have stuff to do. I have company, kind of, eh, kind of just hanging out. Um, but yeah, I hope this was fun for you. I enjoyed doing this podcast. (laughs)